Hey everyone, my name is Michelle Mortini, and I'm your host for Coffee with a Coach, sponsored by Impact Group. On this episode of Coffee with a Coach, we're going to do something a little different that a few of my colleagues have encouraged me to try, and that is we're going to turn the tables and talk about a coach's experience with the move. While I've been a relocation coach for years, I've also been a relocating spouse for multiple moves, and I am here to tell you that every single relocation offers its own complexity. I've moved with no kids, only pets, and I've done multiple moves with a child, including this last one with our teenage daughter, plus our pets, across 4,000 miles crossing into international waters and lands to eventually land in Alaska during the winter, during a blizzard. It's fair to say that this was the most complex move I've ever executed, but I didn't make it alone. Our teenage daughter Sinclair made the move with us, and she is joining us today to give us a kid's perspective on relocation. While all of our other episodes are geared towards the needs of adults, you might find this to be an episode that you check out with your kids. So be open to stopping and discussing some things along the way. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and jump in. Hi, Sinclair. Welcome to Coffee with a Coach. Thanks for being on the podcast. I'm happy to be here. I want you to think back to when we first told you that we were preparing for a move. I want you to really think about your first reaction. I think it might help other kids to know, uh, you know, what someone else's reaction was to this kind of news. I remember I told you and dad that I was absolutely not going to move to Alaska. No way on earth was I going. And that's a that's a good way of putting it, but you put it with a lot more enthusiasm when you told us that. So it's it's fair to say you were unexcited about that move, right? Right. Well, and I think that a lot of kids would probably echo similar comments. And, and you weren't thrilled at first or pretty much any other time along the way. But I have to uh, do a little mom bragging and say that you showed tremendous resilience especially considering how hard you work to get our farm ready to sell and then doing everything that goes into getting prepped for a 4,000 mile move. I know that really, you know, for us as humans, our mindset from preparing for the move to eventually uh, arriving and thriving at the new location, it's not always an easy process, especially when the kid doesn't have a say in the move and you did not have a say in the move. What advice would you give other kids on getting to that place of healthy resilience when it comes to surviving sometimes chaotic days of move preparation? It helped that I packed my room on my own. That helped cement it in my brain that we were indeed moving. And seeing my friends and saying goodbye to everything that we knew, that helped to help deal with it a lot. Are there any things that you wish you would have done during those days that maybe you didn't have a chance to or just didn't do? I wish that I had seen my friends more, but I probably would say that no matter how many times that I did see my friends. Well, that's, that's fair, right? They're your friends and you care about them. So really thinking about moving from the preparation, which for some people might take just a couple of weeks or a couple of months if it's a major move, and then kind of forwarding the timeline to actually executing on the move. I think for us as a relocating family, our most recent move 
took, um, it felt like forever. It took us uh, thousands of miles to drive halfway to the destination. And ultimately, by the time that we went from leaving our home to arriving in our new home, it was about three months between closing on the old house, driving across country to put our cars in shipping containers, navigating flights for us, our giant breed dogs, way too many cats, being in temporary housing that was not ideal, to ultimately moving into our new home after multiple unsuccessful offers on other houses. It dragged forever. What was the hardest part of that process for you? I think that would be either us packing and getting ready to move out or when we were staying in the rentals looking for houses. They were both hard, but for a little bit of different reasons. The packing was physically very hard and confusing at times. The rentals just being all crammed together in close quarters, it was very emotionally draining. That's, so you've said a mouthful there. Um, tell me more about why packing was confusing. Sometimes I didn't know what I wanted to pack and what I wanted to get rid of. And sometimes it was hard to keep straight who was going to pack where. That's, that's interesting because how overwhelming is that, right? You're not just being asked to do physical things for the move, but you're being asked to make decisions on the fly. And that may be something that some kids really aren't equipped to handle very quickly, even when there's move help that's involved. Even when a company comes in and packs us up, we still, as the humans, as the owners of the home and the kids of the family, still have to make those decisions. So I can really appreciate how that would get confusing at times. But I want to dig into your other statement. You also shared that it was emotionally draining to be in close quarters. Tell me a little bit more about that. I think everyone was worrying about not getting a house or not getting the right house. And everyone was just a little bit on edge because of the big move that we had just done. And we were still physically drained. And just the friction was very difficult to take sometimes. What advice would you give other kids who are getting ready to do a move like this, knowing that perhaps they are going to be in temporary housing for a while and maybe in close quarters, as you put it, what advice would you give to other kids for surviving that piece of the process? Talk to your parents a lot about how you're feeling and just make sure that you stay positive about things because being ne negative won't help. That's absolutely true, right? Negativity doesn't going to help us, but sometimes it can be hard to stay positive, right? Were there any things that you did to help yourself stay positive? I read a lot. I did what I enjoyed. That comforted me. Say as well, and maybe this is the mom and me, you made the best of the situation. Uh, you tried to be comfortable in the bedroom that you were in. You uh, tried to play with our pets. You definitely tried to make the best of a challenging situation without comparing it to what we had come to know as home, right? So, you know, when I think about kind of the, the final stage of the move where you're really, you've arrived and you're focusing on arriving, another way that that is often put is thinking destination, right? You've got to think destination. 
And once we are in our new home, it took us a while to quote, think destination. And I think we're still going through that today. What do you believe helped you the most with, you know, quote, thinking destination? Lots of things helped, but I think the one thing that really helped me the most was making friends. Making friends and getting connected and putting down roots. And then unpacking my room really helped because that made it feel more like home. So it's interesting. So you're talking about things that are both tangible uh, and physical, like unpacking your room, but then also things that are a little bit more uh, nebulous or subjective, like making friends. So it's it's not one or the other. It's really a combination of activities. Yeah, and it's important to do both. Now, I know you've had some other friends who have gone through big moves, and some of them have not done very well with making friends, and that can be really challenging for kids uh, when they're in a completely new environment and maybe they don't naturally make friends easily. What advice might you give people for making new friends? You have to try. You have to reach out to others. If you go to a public school or a private school, that might be just talking to the person that sits next to you in class. If you're homeschooled, that might be mean going to a homeschooled gym or some other homeschool activities. And what about, um, you said try, just try. What happens if it doesn't work the first time? Don't give up, keep trying to make friends. You'll make a friend eventually. Right, and you make one good friend and hopefully it will build out from there, right? Right. Now, if you had a magic wand and you could wave the magic wand and do all of this over again and change something, what would you do differently? I think I would have brought more books to keep me entertained on the drive because I felt like I ran out of books sometimes. So, okay, that's that's good advice, right? Really think about what's important to you. I know I've heard some kids really enjoy music. Others may enjoy uh, gaming, whatever that might be. Maybe it's drawing or art. Whatever brings you comfort, make sure you have plenty of it, right? Right. Yeah, a 2,000-mile drive across the United States is not the most exciting drive, believe it or not. Uh, so sometimes you do have to have a little entertainment. That is interesting. Anything else that you would have done differently? I don't think so. Okay. Well, Sinclair, what have I not asked you today that you wish I had asked you? I think I've already said everything that I wanted to say. But just remember that when you get to your home, to think destination and make new friends, unpack, put down roots, get involved, however that means. And even if you're still moving, make sure that you have plenty of comfort for you. Talk to your parents about how you're feeling. If you have pets, then comfort your pets too, because this is stressful for pets as well. And make sure that you see your friends before you leave. Say your farewells, right? Right. Well, and, and I will say one thing that I want to add on top of that is as a mom, uh, speaking to other moms and dads, don't assume that your parents know what to ask you. So if you need to help your parents, if you need to coach your parents a little bit, be open to coaching your parents so they know how you're feeling and how they can best help you. Uh, moms and dads, sometimes we need to get a little direction as well. So don't be afraid to do that if you're listening, kids. 
Well, thank you, Sinclair, for joining us on a little bit of a different session of Coffee with a Coach. I've enjoyed this conversation and I really appreciate your willingness to share with us and our listeners uh, just a little bit more about what the MOVE experience is like when seen through the eyes of a kid. Thank you for everyone who's listening and we wish you the best as you move forward. Take care.